pulpit. Hallelujah. Clap your hands to the Lord. Give God praise in the house. Come on now. Give him praise in the house. Glory to God. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Anybody glad to be in the house of the Lord today? It is an honor to be in Union City, I always love coming to this place, and uh, I'm just excited. We're going to have a great time in the Holy Ghost in this place, amen. Uh, tonight in Spanish, I mean tonight in English, mañana en Español, amen, and then Friday, Español, then Sunday is Spanish, then English, and then Monday night. Everybody say Monday night. I'm going to tell you what Monday night is going to be. Amen. It is going to be just off the chain. Amen. In fact, I want to encourage you from now for you to begin to tell your neighbor, tell your friends, tell your coworkers that Monday night is going to be Monday night miracle night. Night of miracles. Amen. And bring, bring your co-workers with you. Just bring them. If you got to buy them, you know, dinner or whatever, get them dinner and come Monday night and you will see what the Lord is going to do in this place in the name of Jesus. Tell your neighbor, say, I'm going to get my miracle. Amen. Say it. Say it with authority. Say, I'm going to get my miracle. Glory to God. A few, uh, a few months ago, I had the, uh, the joy to go to the Philippines. And, uh, and when I went to the Philippines, I, uh, I, I was there. It was hot. And it was hot. Did I, oh, I said that. Amen. Well, in case you didn't hear it, it was hot. <laughs> I think just by stepping out, I lost a pound. And uh, the first night, I saw all these people with these, these, these shirts. Amen. And, and I was like, I was in a suit and tie. And, and I was like, the devil is a liar. And man, I just, I don't know, I just, I felt like I was out of place and everything. And, and so I thought that these were called a certain way. So when service ends and we're going back in the van and everybody's talking, all of a sudden I just, I just said, I said, I want a Filipina. Yeah, I, I didn't know. And, and the van got so quiet. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and the brother said, what, what, what did you say, Brother Drost? I said, I, I want a Filipina. And he said, Brother Drost, I don't think that the Lord nor your wife would approve of that. I said, 
I think my wife would like it. Amen. <laughs> and he said, he said, what are you talking about? I said, I'm talking about them shirts that, that they wear here. And everybody just breaks out laughing. They're like, no, no, they're not Filipinas. They're Barones. I guess that's the name, Barones. Amen. Well, glory. I'm glad I didn't get a Filipina. Amen. I would have been in trouble. Amen. So I said to my wife, I said, babe, I'm going to Union City. I said, I want to wear, I want to wear my Barone first night. Amen. Y'all do it casual. Might as well just come living color right here. Amen. Praise God. Good to be here tonight. Amen. James chapter 3 and reading verse 1 through 11. It is an honor to be with your pastor. I love your pastor and first lady. These folks are special. Amen. Hallelujah. Y'all are blessed to have them in the house. Praise God. Amen. Pastor always inspires me to, to be more disciplined. He is so disciplined. And I always laugh at him when he eats. Amen. Because I tell him, I say, I say to him, I say, Pastor, you get the most, like, the, the stuff that doesn't taste right and has no color to it, that's what he orders. Amen. And, and he'll be like, T bring me what doesn't taste right. Because <laughs> that's usually the healthiest thing. What doesn't taste right and what doesn't have color. Amen. Lord have mercy. I'll leave that one to pastor. Amen. Praise God. But God bless pastor and first lady. We love them. James chapter 3 and reading verse 1. My brethren, be not many masters knowing that we shall receive the greater condemnation. For in many things we offend all. If any man offend not in word, the same is a perfect man, and able also to bridle the whole body. Behold, we put bits in the horse's mouth that they may obey us. And we turn about their whole body. I want to preach to you, teach, treat, talk, preach, teach, treat, y predicar, amen, to you about destiny. I want to talk to you about destiny. I want you to turn to your neighbor and say, my destiny. Hallelujah, my destiny. How many, how many are worried or are thoughtful about their destiny? Lift your hand if you're thoughtful about your destiny. About five of you, amen. Uh, the rest of you need to get on board, hallelujah. But a lot of people will talk about destiny, about destiny. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you because you are powerful, you are mighty, and you are awesome in this place. We, we spoke about that. We sang about it, Lord, about you being awesome. And I thank you, Lord, for the way that you touch us and you minister to us. I pray, God, that you will be glorified in this place. Allow for our hearts and our minds to be able to receive your word today. In Jesus' name, amen. 
Clap your hands to the Lord and give God the praise. You may be seated in the presence of Almighty God. God, without a doubt, has a plan for every individual. You did not just come on the scene by surprise. It don't matter if mama and papa said it was an oops. It was not an oops in the plan of God. You arrived on time. You arrived with a destiny in your life. God did not plot you here in, on earth just for you to exist. He put you here with a destiny and plan, with, with a plan for your life. Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 5 says, Having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to God's good pleasure of his will. See, you've got to understand something. God has a predetermined destination for your life. Now, now don't freak out. Because there are people that preach about uh, predestination. Amen. And uh, they, they have that concept of, of God already made you to go to hell or God already made you to go to heaven. So it don't matter what you do with your life, whether you do good or bad, you're still going to either go to hell or go to heaven according to what God made you to be. And so for some folks, it would be almost impossible or even hopeless to even think of the possibility of directing your life in the right direction. But God, from the beginning, he had already predetermined some people to do some key things in the word of God. He thought of Isaac, that he would bless all the nations of the world through him. That Jeremiah was to be the prophet to all the nations. God chose Moses to bring the Israelites out of Egypt and to cross the Red Sea. Before Samson was even born, he called him to be a judge and a deliverer to Israel. There was a pro prophetic word about John the Baptist as being the forerunner of Jesus Christ hundreds of years before he even was born. God had predetermined that one day he would wrap himself in flesh to die for the sins of the world and to destroy what Adam and to restore what Adam had lost. In fact, 1 John chapter 3 and verse 8, the word of the Lord says, For this purpose the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. God has a perfect and divine plan for your life and for my life. We are not a mistake. We are not here just to simply exist. God is a God of destiny. 
and of purpose. Everything about God dealing with mankind is connected to his divine purpose. Everything is connected to his divine purpose. Ecclesiastics, a scripture known uh, by many, chapter 3 and verse 1, to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heavens. Hallelujah. I strongly believe that when you came into the kingdom of God, you came on God's time. Praise God. You did not show up too late. You showed up on time. Amen. Can I get a witness in the house of the Lord? I said you showed up on time. You showed up on God's time. I've heard people say it many times. I wish I would have gotten into church earlier. It wasn't your time yet. But when God brought you to his house, it was God's perfect time for your life. Oh, glory. I wish I had somebody that could thank God for his perfect timing. Amen. He had it all under control. He knew where you would fail. He knew where you would succeed. He knew everything. God has had your life in his plan. Romans chapter 8 and verse 28. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God. To them who are called according to what? His purpose. Say, I've got a purpose of God on my life for whom he did, uh, did, did uh, foreknown. He also did predestined to be conformed to the image of his son that we might be firstborn amongst many brethren. Moreover, whom he did predestine, them he also called and whom he called, them he also justified, and whom he justified, them he also glorified. God had a predetermined destination for your life. Oh, Lord, have mercy. I don't care what the devil tells you. Your life is in the plan of God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Say, I'm in the plan of God. Hallelujah. God has established for every person born. There is a destiny that God has established for every person born. It is that they should be saved. In 2 Peter chapter 3 and verse 9, the Lord is not slack concerning his promise. As some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to usward, uh, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. See, it is God's will and God's desire that all men come to repentance. Oh, Lord, everybody, doesn't matter if you're black, if you're white, uh, if you're Latino, if you're Asian. It is God's desire that you come to repentance. It don't matter if you've been living in sin all your life. Uh, 
It is God's desire that you come to repentance. Glory to God. Somebody ought to clap their hands to the Lord. Hallelujah. But beyond this, God has a plan for your individual life. It's your destiny. Say, it's my destiny. And it is a great disappointment to the heart of God when we do not fulfill God's destiny for our lives. Hmm. Praise God. See, you will never find or we will never find our individual destiny until we have fully embraced God's plan in our life. Unless we act according or upon the word that God has already spoken to us and follow what God has already designed for our lives and be obedient and faithful to the word of God, God will not reveal more to us if we have not been faithful to what he has already revealed to us. He will not bring a new word. I've come to find that out in my life. He will not bring a new word until I live the word he has established in my life. A lot of people want to twist God's arm and, and change God's mind and say, God, I, I'm going to fast till my belly button falls off because I don't want to do that. You know what? Uh, uh, was, it, was, it, was it Jonah that the Lord told him to go to Nineveh? But he decided to do his own will. He ended up in a storm, ended up in the belly's in the fish's belly. But even like that, when the fish threw him up, when the fish lo vomito, all of a sudden the word of the Lord back to Jonah was this: I want you to go to Nineveh. It was God's plan from the beginning for him to go to Nineveh. But it was Jonah that decided the course of how to get there. Praise God. It decided on how to get there. Sometimes you can get there in a skip and a hop. And other times it will take your lifetime. All depends on our willingness to be obedient to the voice of the Lord. <sighs> Glory to God. I'm going to throw you for a little loop right now. Uh, your destiny is, is not up to God. In fact, your destiny isn't even up to Satan. Your destiny is up to you. Praise God. Some folks are getting all palido. Hallelujah. Starting to pass out. Praise God. Your destiny is up to you because see God's got a plan but he does not force you in his plan amen he even says in Jeremiah 29 verse 11 for I know the thoughts that I think towards you saith the Lord thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end he says I've got a plan I've got I've got thoughts for your life they're thoughts of blessing and not of evil. They're good thoughts. 
but you make your decision. The other day we were on vacation and and we rented a, we were on this, uh, like a lake or something, a, a bay, I guess we were on a bay or something, and and uh, and we rented a, a, a pontoon, and uh, on that pontoon there was, there was a lounge chair, and uh, my daughter, she's 13 years old, and uh, you know, th- that age where they know better than mom and dad, praise God, mom and dad don't know nothing, we were you know, it's like they know it all. Praise God. And so she said to me, she said, Papa, she said, there's nobody around. Can I, can I get a suntan? And I said, I said, girl, I said, yeah, but you need to put some lotion on. I said, because we really don't tan. Praise God. <laughs> the, the, we burn. We, we look like lobsters if we don't have something to apply to ourselves. And, and my daughter said, she said, uh, no, Papa, I, I do tan. I know. I'm like, oh, okay, you know. I said, have at it. Since you know, have at it. Go for it. And so she's laying there. And after a while, I'm like, oh, she is going to be suffering. I said, I said, girl, you need to apply some lotion just to help it out. She's like, no, no, Papa, I, I, I know. I tan good. I know. And in my brain, I'm thinking, oh, God, it's going to be horrible tonight. It's going to be horrible because I know when I burn, it hurts. And so we arrive once again to the dock, and, and, and I look at my daughter, and she is completely red from the top of her head to the bottom of her feet, just completely red. And I looked at her, and I said, oh, girl, I said, how, uh, I said, how do you feel? She said, I'm fine. It doesn't hurt, because it doesn't hurt as long as you're still in the sun. But it's the moment you get out of the sun. And all of a sudden, we get in the car. And within a few minutes, uh, I said, I said, girl, what's going on? She said, nothing. And I'm like, I'm like thinking, mm-hmm. Yeah, I know what's going on. After a little while, I hear this little cry. And I said, what's going on? She said, I hurt all over. Everything that was within me wanted to say, I told you so. Glory to God. But I bit my tongue because mercy, mercy will come in and even cover us in our stupidities. Glory to God. In our moments of not being obedient, mercy will step in. Do you know what I said? I said, I said, I said, we got to stop at a pharmacy. We got to figure out how to be able to make her life at least a little comfortable for the next little 
while for the next couple of days because it, it will be miserable. We got this stuff and, and covered her so that the pain would not be so, so strong. And right there, the Lord spoke to me. And he said, your plan for your daughter was for her not to suffer. But her choices and her decisions led her to suffer. Hallelujah. That's why God says, I know the plans I have for you. I know the thoughts I have for you. My thoughts are good thoughts for your life. They're thoughts of blessing. They're thoughts of, of joy for your life. But, but you will follow the decisions of your heart. Whew. Holy to God. Sometimes we feel like God is unjust. No, God, God is perfectly just. He's an awesome God. He gives time. An opportunity to everybody. He gives everybody chance. He gives everybody an opportunity. But it is us that make the decisions of our lives. Glory to God. Ooh, it's quiet in the house. It is up to us to set the course of our destiny. Tell your neighbor, say, I chose where I'm at. Mm, that was hard to swallow. I chose where I at. You set the course of, we set the course of our destiny with our tongue. James compares the tongue to a bit in a horse's mouth or a helm on a ship. The bit and the helm show us how something very small has the power to determine the course of something very large. He says, by, by your tongue, it, your tongue, your tongue, your tongue, which is unruly, your tongue, which is not under control, your tongue has the power to bring direction to your life. Your tongue. It even talks about, uh, it even talks the tongue about comparing it as a fire that can literally set a forest on fire. This is to say that the tongue can totally alter the nature of course in our life. The nature of course. The tongue is said to be as unruly member full of deadly poison. Hallelujah. Your life is like a ship and your life always moves in the direction of your most dominating thoughts. And your most dominating thoughts will always find expression through your tongue. Everything that you think of, everything that you imagine, everything that you plan will eventually come out of your mouth. And your life will set a course according to what is spoken out of your mouth. Uh, Proverbs chapter 23 and verse 7. For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. That is why a woman likes to hear her man speak. Because she wants to know what's coming from his heart. Hallelujah. And that is why a lot of men don't speak. Because they know what's in the heart. Uh, 
Glory to God. En otras palabras, I don't want to get in trouble, so I better close my mouth. Glory to God. But eventually, what's in your heart will come out of your mouth. It is not a slip. It is not an oops. It was already in your heart, and it was already in your mind, and your tongue expressed what was in your life. Ah, God have mercy. It's going to be a tough night tonight. Amen. The Bible says that death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Your life today is the results of your words. You cannot blame everybody else, todo, and all your tias and your uncles and your, and, and you can't, no, 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 nel pastel. You cannot blame everybody else. Your life is a result of your words. It's a result of your words. This morning, this morning, the, the God of glory, he let me experience it for myself this morning. And it was so quick. This morning, I woke up and I had a little bit of sniffles going on. And, and I, don't, I, I don't get sick at all. That's just, uh-uh. That, that's like, uh-uh. When it starts showing up, I'm like, uh, don't you even, don't you even pop your head up in this situation. Because I can't afford to get sick. Amen. There are some folks that love getting sick. It's their moment. Amen. They, it's like they call everybody and their uncle and tell them, I'm sick today. They get sympathy cards. They get, they get visits. Uh, there are people that are addicted to sick. Amen. I don't like sick at all. In fact, sick don't look good on me. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, say it don't look good on me. And so, and so this morning, I did something absolutely contrary of what I normally do. When my wife wakes up, I walk in. I don't know what was wrong with me. Maybe I wanted a little bit of sympathy or something. But I said to my wife, I said, baby, I think I'm coming down with a cold. Within a few minutes, my nose was running like Niagara Falls. I started coughing, and, and my eyes started swelling up. And I was like, I, I'm getting worse by the minute. And I start, started getting a headache. I even went and got in bed, and I spoke to myself. I said, get yourself out of this bed. You cannot afford to be sick today. See, what happened was, when I spoke it, my life began to align itself to it. Glory to God. Somebody clap your hands to the Lord. Ah. My body began to align itself to it. I can't afford to go in the wrong direction. I've got to talk what the Lord is talking about my life. I can't repeat what the devil is talking because if I repeat it, then it gives him power over my life. So I refuse to speak negative. I will speak positive 
and go in the direction that the Lord has prepared for me. Oh, Lord, somebody give God praise in the house. I don't hear you giving praise right now. Give God praise right now. See, watch this. You speak what you believe. And when you speak what you believe, it activates faith. And whatever words are spoken will be produced according to your faith. The Bible says in Job 22, 28, Thou shalt decree a thing, and it shall be established unto thee. He says, I create the fruit of your lips. In other words, everything you talk, God creates. Everything you speak, God creates. It is created. It is established. It is a decree that comes out of your mouth. Oh, I think I'm going to die early in life. Santo Dios de la Gloria. Amen. I see 25-year-olds saying, I'm getting old. Yeah, you are. You just spoke it into existence. You just spoke it over your life. There are people that say, I think I'm getting the same sickness that my, that my auntie got. And I've got that same lump. I think it's over. Yeah, yeah, I got the same sickness. Yeah, baby, you're speaking it and you're giving it power to exist in your life. My God, have mercy. Ooh, that's powerful all by itself. So we speak it. You speak what you believe. I think they're going to fire me. Get ready. Praise God. There are people that are constantly telling their wife, you don't love me anymore, do you? You don't love me anymore. You don't love me anymore. You don't love me anymore. I, just, I know it. I know it. I know you don't love me. I don't love me anymore. And the person ends up not loving you anymore. Because you done spoke it into existence. Even your dog don't love you. Because you spoke it into existence. You end up saying everybody, everybody hates me. They do because you spoke it into existence. I will never succeed in life. You won't because you spoke it into existence. If the devil can tease you into speaking it. He's got a power over you because you spoke your destiny into existence. Whew, my God. You know what God wants to do to your life today? He wants to touch your mouth to change your destiny. I said he wants to touch your mouth to change your destiny. 
there are some folks in this place you desperately need for God to touch your mouth. You've been condemning yourself to where you're at right now. But if you knew what God had planned for your life, if you knew that God has commanded you to be the head and not the tail, to be above and not beneath, to have success, then you would speak differently. What we need is we need for God to touch our mouth. Somebody say, God, touch my mouth. Touch, touch my mouth. I, hallelujah. I don't let for anybody in my house talk negative. I don't even let my dog bark negative. Amen. Pick it up. You better pick it. Uh-uh. No negative barking in this house. Because whenever you speak negative, depressions come upon your house. And depressions come upon your family. And depressions come upon your marriage. And depressions come upon your kids. And you don't know why everybody's down and out. It's because you spoke it into existence. But let the weak say, I am strong. Let the depressed say, I am happy. Let the poor say I am rich. You need to open, oh Lord, I feel the Holy Ghost in this place. You need to open up your mouth and declare blessings of the Lord. Glory, somebody give God praise in the house. I don't hear you, I don't hear you. Give him praise. Give him praise, give him praise. Hallelujah. Somebody better determine in this place. I'm going to speak healing from now on. I'm going to speak breakthrough from now on. I'm going to speak blessing from, oh, who am I preaching to in this place? I wish I had some folks in this house that can open up your mouth and begin to declare the word of the Lord over your life. Somebody give God praise. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. I feel the Holy Ghost. Somebody stand to your feet. Begin to give God the praise right now. I tell you what I feel in the Holy Ghost. Somebody's destiny is about to change in this service right now. You've been going in the wrong direction. But God has brought you to this place. He's going to touch your mouth and you're going to straighten up. You're going to begin to walk in the direction of the Holy Ghost. Somebody give God praise. Oh. Oh. Sarabokotaya. Stay standing. You determine the course of your destiny. Glory to God. Glory to God. When my wife and I were first married, she cooked. Never had cooked in her life. And she cooked. And I'm very sensitive about food. I love it all. That's how sensitive I am. (laughs) 
<laughs> I, I could smell something and tell you what it's got in it. I could smell my coffee and tell you if it's enough sugar or not. I could just smell it and I just, I just needs a little bit more or perfect, great. I te pasastes, you know. I, I, could, I could smell it just with that. I walk into our house and the smell slapped me in the face. It wasn't even, it wasn't even a nice little fluff. It was a slap. <laughs> I was like, Santo Dios de la Gloria. Líbrame Padre en este momento. I, I was like, this is not good. It smelled so bitter in that house. I was like, oh Lord. And I'm like, mmm, that smells like carrots. I'm like, mmm, that smells like paste. Like, oh Lord, you don't mix carrots with paste because that's a bitter with another bitter. Makes two bitters, amen. Two bitter, amen. And, and so I, I, I'm like, oh Lord. So I walk in and my dear, loving, beautiful, new bride, glory. Oh, sorry, amen, I, I, I lost it for a minute, amen. <laughs> she had one side of the table set up. And I said, I said, baby, aren't you gonna eat? She's like, I'm fasting today. I'm like, well, glory. So I sit down, and sure enough, she served it. It was paste, tomato paste, with carrots, potatoes, and some ungodly meat. Still don't know what the meat was. We didn't have much money, and we bought it in Mexico. I think it was German Shepherd. Amen. Maybe not even German Shepherd. I think it was mixed. Amen. It, it was Chihuahua. Praise God. I don't know. I don't know what it was, but it wasn't. It was not cow. Amen. It was not cow. So I go and I'm smelling this, and I'm like, "Oh Jesus, take the wheel, and everything else with it." Amen. And I go and I go to taste it, and it tasted just like the smell. Oh God. It was horrible. And in that moment, my wife did what every wife does. She looks at me and says, how is it? Sisters, why do you do that to us? Amen. It's like when you put that dress on and you know it don't fit you right. And you come out and you say, how's it look? Do you want us to really be honest? Amen. You set us up. It's a trap. It's a trap. Man, in that moment, run out. Hallelujah. It's a trap. And so watch this. I looked at her, and I said, baby, you're a better cook than your mother. And she looks at me, and she says, really? I said, yes, you're a better cook than your mother. See, I was calling the things that are not as though they were because God does that 
He calls the things that are not as though they were. I was speaking out of faith. Amen. I was speaking out of faith and desperation. Praise God. Sometimes desperation will make you speak things that are not as though they were. She looked at me and she said, are you, I said, baby, you cook better than your mom. She gets up. She grabs the recipe book. She says, tomorrow, I'm going to make this. And I said, you're going to follow all the instructions? She said, she said, come on, sister. Yes, yeah. She said, yeah, I'll follow all the instructions. I said, baby, I'll get you all the ingredients. Don't worry about it. I, we, we, from that day forward, she ain't ever cooked a bad meal in our marriage. See, but watch this. Right there, I could have ruined the destiny of my eating in my household. Because if I would have said it's horrible, she would have never cooked from that day forward. But because I spoke a word of faith, because I spoke a word of positive, it changed the course. Somebody needs to open up their mouth in this place and change. Oh, Lord, I feel the glory. I said I feel the glory of the Lord in this house. Hallelujah. I want to invite everybody that can to come to this altar right now in the name of Jesus. Because God is going to touch your mouth right now. God's going to touch your mouth right now. The course of your life, the destiny is about to change right now. God is going to touch your mouth right now. There are some folks in this place that you have never been filled with the Holy Ghost. God is going to fill you with the Holy Ghost tonight in the name of Jesus. There are some of you that you've been tormented in your mind. That tormenting is going to end in the name of Jesus. Fire of the Holy Ghost is going to fall upon this place. He's going to touch your mouth. And when he touches your mouth, the course of your life will be changed by the power of the name of Jesus. I'm going to release this word of faith. When I release this word of faith, the power of God is going to fall upon this house. You're going to begin to speak in tongues in this place. Lord, have mercy. I, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. Lift up your hands. Lift up your hands. Lift up your hands. Lift up your hands right now. Here it comes. Here it comes. Your tongue will begin to dance. Your tongue will begin to dance in the Holy Ghost. Now, by the authority of the Word of God and by the power of the name of Jesus, Lord, touch our mouths now. Now with your power. Now with your presence. Now with your spirit. 
In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I need ministers ministering. In Jesus' name. There are people getting the Holy Ghost right now. There are people speaking in tongues right now. Your tongue wants to dance. Let it dance. Yes, 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 yes. Let God touch your mouth. Let God touch your mouth. Let God touch your mouth. In the name of Jesus, I command for bondages to be broken and loosened out of your life. I command for mental blocks to be broken and loosened from your life. I command sickness to let go of your body now in the name of Jesus. I don't know who you are, but somebody's got to scream. All bottled up inside. You need to open up your mouth and scream in the house of the Lord. My, 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 yes, yes. Somebody's speaking in tongues right now. You've never felt this before. Lay your tongue dance. That's God touching you right now. That's God touching you. That's God changing the course of your life. Somebody lift up those hands. Uh, and begin to speak in tongues right now. God gives you a new language. God gives you a new language right now. Lord have mercy. I feel the glory of the Lord. Somebody's life is being changed. Somebody's destiny is being changed. Oh, there's a glory of the Lord in this place. There's a glory of the Lord in this place. There are some folks you got sidetracked. But right now, God is lining you up once again on His track. He's lining you up once again in His purpose. He's lining you up right now in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. Lift your hands all over this place. I feel the glory. I feel the glory, I feel the glory. Ministering angels are in this place right now. Ministering angels are in this place right now. 
There are people right now that the Holy Ghost is embracing you. The Holy Ghost is wrapping his arms around you right now. I want you to feel that embrace of the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Jesus name. Hallelujah. Clap your hands all over this place. Come on now, clap as loud as you can. God can somebody shout it to God in the house of the Lord I don't know about you but something shifted in the atmosphere I felt a shift in the atmosphere does anybody feel a shift in the atmosphere somebody give a shout it to God Watch this. I believe that people were filled with the Holy Ghost right now. I want to see those right now. That God filled you with the Holy Ghost right now in this prayer. The Holy Ghost just came upon you. You felt something different in your life. And your tongue began to dance, stubborn, whatever. You just felt that Holy Ghost on you. I want you to lift your hand right now. You felt that Holy Ghost on your life. Lift your hand as high as you can. Amen. Look at that. We got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Hallelujah. Thirteen. Hirabosha. Somebody ought to celebrate about that in this place tonight. We're in revival. Oh, Lord. I said we're in revival. Somebody turn around, slap your neighbor, high five. Tell them we're in the right direction. We're in the right direction. In the name of Jesus. What do you want me to do? Praise God. Glory to God. Let me remind you, Monday night. What's Monday night? Miracle Monday. Oh, Lord, have mercy. It's Miracle Monday. Tell your neighbor, it's Miracle Monday. I'm believing. Watch this. Don't move. Wait. Watch me. I'm believing. I'm believing we're going to see physical miracles. We're going to see financial miracles happen. There is going to be an outpouring of miracles in this place on Monday night. You better not miss it. It's going to be off the chain, baby. Somebody give a shout out to God. And tomorrow, Brother Mark Dross, so we, but before you leave, you know, we, we had Brother Mark Dross, he's speaking about faith, speaking things of faith. We, we had faith that we were going to have the offerings to pay for his.